0: We' good number I? am Brett. That is G5. Easy. That is Swiddy. Don't anger me. Wait, hold on! I am. I didn't know about it until the Your day i common sense. <laughs>
1: Act stupid with me. <laughs> Act like you ain't got no goddamn sense, <laughs> dumbass mother. Nice. The
0: PTA Prona R podcast. Yes, the waves are on. This is Prep from the PTA Podcast, Prone to Argue Podcast on Apple, on Spotify, and on Anchor.fm. We're going to get to a whole bunch of other podcasting networks, podcasting networks very, very soon. Um, Like I said, this is Prep, Pro Rhythm. Thank you for listening. The mixer and masterer of the pod. Yes. And wannabe moderator. Yes. That is squid, and he and he and he has and he has an attitude because I because I, I, I am, because I'm I the producer speaking. of the pod, and I told him I what said not penis. to do. First diss. of all, that's, that's, that's let's normal.
2: Let's, let's let's brighten the mood a little bit,
1: guys. I'm I'm bright. I said penis. That's how you know that I am. I just can't raise my tone because I don't want to have running jokes. So I will say
0: everything as I. Michael, you're do, wasting time. <laughs> but, God damn
1: saying
0: it. penis. G5 is here. He wants to lighten the mood. You know why? Yeah. Because it's Buggy birthday. Yeah. We really need to have uh, <laughs> those. <laughs> yeah, we need to have those horn things. We need an air horn. We definitely need. We an need air horn. an air horn thing. I'll see if I can add it in. But you, yo, yo, you're you the one was supposed to bring Yeah, you have the, bring the bag? bag. Oh
1: well, I didn't think to <laughs> bring the Remember Fuck! Oh, I right. showed too much emotion, I'm and sorry. Our fourth member, ah, and, our,
0: and our fourth member is here. He is D-Minor. He is on the <laughs> phone. Do not ask why he sounds funny. He's on the phone. What up, D-Minor? Yo, D-Minor is
1: awesome. I'm, I'm in the building. <laughs> I'm in the building. From Ohio. Ohio, I he said, am I, Ohio. He said, am I, he said, I, got, am I in the building? <laughs> I got why i people think I'm in Ohio. It's because I showed too much emotion. He's, yeah, he's not...
0: Yeah, New oh, York. Am- Excuse Am- me. He Amity- was Amity- incognito. Go. Yes, incognito. <laughs> he's, a- he's in New York. <laughs> I'm in New York? <laughs> no, better yet, he's <laughs> in New Jersey. <laughs> Jersey. Baby,
2: don't say where he was. All
1: right, he's in cool. New Jersey.
2: Just, just
0: make sure Got I completely eliminate He's in New Jersey. Guy. All right, so uh, w- we're here. We're going to bring you some topics. We ain't going to be here forever because, you know, niggas are tired. But... are going to be here forever. No, we're not. We always I'm, are. Yeah, but we're not. Because um, you have a small penis. Unfortunately... Wait, so what do we want to start with? Because, I mean, there's a lot. I told you where we start with. All right. So um, I think everybody knows where we're starting. It's been a tough 2020. Uh, well, tough is an understatement. It's been... It, this, this year has been one of the most depressing years that I personally have ever experienced in my life. Um, this yeah. is one of the saddest years in... I wouldn't even say American history. I would say in world history. Because I think a lot of the things that happened this year affected the entire world in immense ways. Um, just like I, just like when Kobe passed, we did the podcast, and I told, I told y'all where I was, and I'll never forget the moment when I looked at my phone and saw Kobe Bryant passes away at 41. Never going to forget that. I will never forget sitting in the parking lot in front of a Wing Stop as I work Uber Eats, and putting the bag down, looking at my phone, and seeing Michael say... Um, R.I.P. Chadwick Chadwick. Fuck 2020 Yes, and I was like So the first thing I thought Because when you said Chadwick, I'm like Well, he's not talking about Chadwick Boseman Because that's the only Chadwick that I know So he must be talking about some other Chadwick That we knew from school, that he was really cool with So then I'm thinking in my head like Who the fuck is Chadwick? Because I wanted to be sensitive to somebody that you knew Because I am like, I don't know no damn Chadwick And then I started thinking, I'm like is he talking about Chadwick, and, and then I the went to instagram was i I went to Instagram and then I saw th- the first thing that popped up was uh somebody screenshotted like the you know the the tweet that shocked the world
1: and i think uh i- for, i I forget if oh. one of you guys text back, but um
0: well I, I tried to call I tried to call y'all and nobody answered and I'm like I i'm like yeah, i don't think I don't think anybody it. wants to talk no right I
1: now. tried to answer i it just disappeared. I don't know what the fuck happened. It just, like, disappeared. And then um, I forgot who texted, but then I was like, yeah, he was diagnosed with colon cancer in 2016.
0: So the whole time he's
1: doing everything he knew.
0: So question. So nobody knew.
1: I don't think anybody outside of himself, his family. Well, yeah, of course. I think
0: there might have been some speculation that he was sick as
3: I remember like four or five, maybe six months ago, there was like a picture of him from a, like, like a, a screen grab from, um,
0: from an interview or something he was doing. I think it was on- um, it, was, it was IG Live. Jackie Robinson, Jackie Robinson. Yeah. Uh, his birthday or something. Um, it was IG Live, yeah. Yeah. And I know a lot of people were saying that he was sick and you know, he looked sick.
3: And I recall, like, I'm not sure if it was his publicist or somebody People just coming out and saying, like, oh, he wasn't sick and uh, he was getting ready for a role or something. And then, you know, like everything does, you know, and and the computer age kind of lasted for a day, and then no one was talking about it after that.
0: And so, obviously. Right. Well, there were memes before about that news. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, well. I mean, I don't, I, don't, I don't know, man. I don't know if y'all want to... I mean, I'm, I'm just going to talk really quick because, as y'all know, Black Panther, for me, was the introduction to me actually um, paying attention to the Marvel Universe. I'd seen Iron Man before. I'd seen parts of the first Avengers, but I never knew about this big uh, Marvel Universe Just because I, I was never into movies like that. Um, so going to watch Black Panther, loving the movie Black Panther... That was what made me go into the Marvel Universe, and it makes it even better that I got to see a superhero that looked like me, which is really what brought me back to uh, comics, reading comics, loving superheroes, even getting me back into, into movies. And two of the iconic movie scenes in my life that I will never forget, even before his passing, was when they sent out those jets and they all got shot down, and then he walks over the over over the jet, and then um Okoye says, he lives. And then, of course, the scene cap on your left. Yeah. Right? On your left. Yeah, it's, is somebody rubbing something? No. <laughs> this is not a good time to make me laugh. Um, i heard rubbing. I don't know where it was coming from. Probably Devon. Um, and of course, hit, um Panther, Okoye. Panther, Okoye. Shuri. Shuri. no, that was it. and those that was the it. three of them It walked out, out and then it it pans on black panther though those scenes are uh those scenes are gonna be weird to see now man those, there's are th- those a there's are gonna a lot, lot of
1: there's a lot of shit that in retrospect, I mean the fact that he died twice <laughs> in the movies and came yeah, back twice because mm. he dies in Black Panther and then he mm. dies in infinity war. Yeah. And then he comes back both times. Yeah. And that's the first person we see when he comes back. First person we hear is Sam Wilson. The first person we see is T'Challa. Yeah. That's, yeah. And it's just crazy. Like, the fact that this guy was going to make a wish for cancer patients. And, like, he knew. He was already diagnosed. So he's going. He's looking at kids like, yeah, I'm fucking like you. Mm -hmm. I'm just like you and in a couple of years I'm gonna be where you're at. That had to be fucked up to just constantly go to see that shit. Yeah, I just
2: think it was just crazy the fact that like he never like it was never introduced to the public. Nobody got a chance like nobody knew. I guess he didn't want it to interfere with his job or interfere with his career, anything like that. And just the fact that he was, you know, working hard to get roles and just like, you know, blowing the roles out of the water. Remember the first movie I did see of Chadwick Boseman was, uh, 42.
0: Same. Mm-hmm.
2: Um, was that his breakout role? It was one of them. I think it like was. Like Black Panther, obviously, was the role that the world, like mainly, that worldwide. made him a star. But I Black, think they Black got Black,
1: his name Black. out there was was 42.
2: Right. So, and it's just crazy that this man has always been, just for the. Uh, Black people, black culture, period. Like how he's just always, he's done the biopics of like some of, some of the great um, black heroes in our life Jackie and everything Brown, like that. Jackie Robinson, James Brown, James, James Brown, Brown, James Brown, Brown and um Jackie Robinson, uh, and then for him and
1: Thurgood Marshall.
2: Yep, and Thurgood. So it was just like, for him to even be able to, expose the world that like. He like he was a black lead in a big franchise, and it broke countless records. and for him to be that groundbreaking and to be able to show kind of Hollywood and the rest of the world like what we're able to do um was amazing. I thank him for his contributions. I feel bad that like he was like I felt like he was fighting this battle alone. In a way, but I'm sure yeah. he had his support system and everything else, yeah. and people yeah. close to him. And you know, I just really do appreciate that he did just he didn't try to make that about him or try to make people feel sorry for him. It was just like, look, man, I'm like I'm job. just living my life through yeah. the fullest, and I'm gonna try to make bring change, bring about changes the best way I can. Like, I know like a lot of people have been posting like some of his like speeches, whether it's like from interviews from. Um, Commencement speeches, um, award speeches, and like just the message that he was like always trying to convey was just like never settle and kind of just always shoot for the moon type deal. So like you know, rest in peace, Chadwick Boseman. Wow. Really do appreciate all all your contributions you
0: gave to the world.
1: Yeah, yeah. no, um, that was. I mean, I d- was reading. Oh, oh no, go no, ahead. I just
0: wanted to d it to cut in because he didn't really. Get to say much. I just wanted to know if you had any any words. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah. Both, man. This family. foremost, you know. I am like, I see everybody talking about Black Panther, and and we all know the contribution that was to the black community and everything. But you know, I do want people now to, you know, remember they did play other roles, like Gary said, you know. I don't know, I know the majority of the world know him because of Black Panther, but I do remember him way back in, I think the first movie I saw him in was the um, James Brown movie. And then it
0: was mm. 42. And mm-hmm. I actually remember seeing him, Gods of Egypt, and thinking like as bad as that movie was, that he was the best part in, it. you know? Yeah. Of, of which movie?
1: The James Brown movie. Oh, okay. Like as a whole, uh, no, it wasn't the God, good. But... The God of Egypt movie.
0: Yeah. Gods of Egypt? Yeah, I don't know if any of y'all saw that. But I I, saw that. It, it, I didn't. That, is that the that one with great. um the guy from oh, Game of Thrones? You know what? I think I did see that.
1: Is that is oh is that the one with Gerard Butler? Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: that movie. Yeah. Okay, but, no, I'm thinking of it. See this this shows this shows you how many movies he was in. What about the movie but, that um yeah. the just real quick because I know you're a movie guy. What's the movie he's in where he's like it's like older? It's not. I don't think it's the Gods of Egypt one, but it's it's a. Uh, it's based on like an older time. I don't know if he was like a detective or something. Talk about Twenty One Bridges. No, 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 not that one. It was. It's a little bit older. Cause my mom, like, are you talking about the Netflix? The Netflix movie I'm in because I know he was in, in Mad. I might have been that he one. Played like modern day. Oh, it uh, might have been that one.
1: I don't. I don't know. Cause uh, yeah, he was in Mad Movies. I, he wasn't a lot of movies, and I kind of knew him only from 42 on. oh, okay. yeah, Forty Two on. Okay. Forty Forty
2: Two was in Twenty Thirteen. Um, he was in The Express, The Ernie Davis Story, 2008, um, The Kill Hole, um, 2012, then it was 42 and 13, Draft Day in 14, um, Get On Up, which was the James Brown James film for yeah. 2014, Gaza Egypt 2016, I did not then know. it was like Captain America Civil War in 2016, Message from the King, Marshall, which was, he played Thurgood Marshall, then Black Panther, Infinity War and all that. Twenty one Bridges and then on yeah, the Netflix. The and then on Netflix he was also in the Five Bloods. Um Yeah, the Five the Bloods. That was the last movie that came out. Um and as there's
1: one I think there's one more Netflix film that's coming out of his. That's based on something Denzel Washington produced or something. And they then were then saying then on Netflix. Then he just
2: had like T V roles, like he was on Saturday Like Saturday Night Live, uh Justified, Detroit 1, 187. Castle Fridge, like he made appearances on those Lincoln Heights, um all his fans out there, you know, all the fanatics
3: that um you know, that child didn't like necessarily belong to them, you know? And it's kinda selfish for everybody, you know. I, I gotta hear where they're coming from, but to say like all, oh, you know, that, you know, he put out all these movies for us, even though like, you know, even though he was sick. And I'm just seeing that a different way. I don't see like out the, these movies for us even though he was sick. Like one, I think he was doing what he you know, what he loved to do, but then two, like he knew, you know. He knew what was coming, and he wanted to make sure his family was supported. So I just want people to remember that, you know, and go out and support, you know, when the said movie comes out, make sure you supported it because it's his wife and and the rest of his family who depended on him to, you know, for um to provide
0: you know, they need that support, so go and support that. Yeah, I mean, I do. So I, it's interesting. Um, yesterday, when we get to a, a happier part of the podcast, um, Gary picked me up for something, and I had actually asked him about something similar to that, but um, it was more about the fact that there were some people, there were people that were mad that Marvel was trending when Chadwick Boseman was trending, and they were mad because they were saying, how could y'all let Marvel trend when it's, we're talking about a, a a real person in real life. This is not Black Panther, this is Marvel, whatever. Y'all are so fucking disgusting, whatever. So people were upset about that. Um, what are your thoughts? Well, I want G5 to speak first here, because I actually know his answer. But what were y'all thoughts on that, um, that dynamic of, of Marvel trending and people being upset at that? So uh, G5 first.
2: I mean, I kind of think it was a little ridiculous for people to be upset about it, only because, like, you you have to understand like the position that of uh, Chadwick's contribution to that. Like it wasn't really until like Black Panther and everything like that that everybody was really. I feel like he definitely brought in probably the most people that had nothing to do, like that wasn't really keeping up with the movies or nothing like that. Um, I think Black Panther even as a superhero and everything like that. I don't think anybody was really checking for him like that but because like you know everything surrounding the movie everything that went into it a lot of people were interested and then he did a very he did a very good job and everything like that everybody did a very good job and then he be kind of became the black representation of being a black superhero that inspired people and everything like that and I get it like you know it's a Marvel character and everything like that and this man did pass away but to a lot of people they looked at Black Panther as more than just, or looked at Chadwick as Black Panther. Like, everywhere you go, like, there's random people that still just do the Wakanda salute. Like, Wakanda is, like, a real place. And, yeah. like, it's it's not, but people want to... But then there's even people that are just inspired to really create a Wakanda, like, for real. Mm-hmm. So I just think, like, you know, obviously there's a lot of mixed emotions because of this, um, but... I don't. I don't think people should. I don't think now is the time to be mad about something like that. That was something he contributed to. That's something that he made big and inspired people around the world. Yeah, like, I mean, I, I, I think the only person who, the only people who have the
3: right to be outraged by that is his family. If they're not, the rest of the world shouldn't be. But like, it's obvious that Marvel was going to trend because
0: how many, they had like five billion dollar movies and that was, you know, his movie, the movie that he, that he led, was one of them. And then there's also the other concern about which people probably shouldn't be thinking about right now, but of course they are, you know, is what's going to happen with Black, Black Panther 2. And that uh, and, and that was the other thing that Shuri, so when it first broke, it was Bla- It was uh, Chadwick Boseman, uh, Wakanda Forever, Marvel... And Shuri. I believe those were the top four because then everybody's like. And that was what people were speculating anyway, was that Shuri would become the Black Panther. Because. Yeah. And which. I think the real concern is they don't want Marvel to repass this version of the Black Panther with another. As like Shuri is. Different. Oh, that's not going to happen. Like, that's not going to They don't want another guy like. Whoa. Right. Come yeah, Ma- in and play the new Black Panther, you know? You Marvel know. knows. They- oh, sorry. Go ahead. I'm finished. I'm sorry. Marvel Marvel I think there's certain places that I feel like know better Marvel is one of those places you'd be surprised you could be surprised but it would be really 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 stupid really stupid I think because the, because because of the emotion they I think they should understand that and funny enough this kind of fits the whole Black Panther the the what what Black Panther is about like especially one of the tweets not tweets. One of the uh phrases that he that he said Civil War. Sorry, I couldn't remember which movie. In civil war, when someone from our from our culture dies, it's not a it's not a you, oh, I thought y'all would notice, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a celebration. Yeah, you, it's a what? Celebration. Yeah, and then yeah. Right. Well, it's like it's not the end. It's, it's not like, the, the end. There uh, we go. A couple plays or something like that. Yeah. Yes. So I feel I feel like I feel like it would make more sense for them to lead you into just, that. Okay. I have a theory about that, but I wanna I wanna let um Michael speak about the. Well, did you did you give what? your opinion about, yet about about the Marvel, the Marvel trending Marvel thing? Trending. Or? Well, the yeah. thing
1: is, I feel people are weird with that because which people, which side? the The people who are mad about it. Okay. Because, for one, I think people really do underestimate uh, how much he had to do with those movies. I mean, mm-hmm. he was the one that demanded that T'Challa spoke in an African accent. Oh, I not know that. No, yeah, it was okay. it was him. Originally, he was just going to be, you know, regular, in regular accent, which I find very strange because in every incarnation in the, cartoons that there has ever been a black panther he always has an african accent it's mm. very specific like in all the avengers cartoons i watched, so i found it very weird that they would have actually wanted to have a black panther that sounds english but the fact that t'challa i mean t'challa the fact that mm-hmm. um Chad chadwick, chadwick Bozeman fought for that and he was like, no, he wants to... And he specifically chose the dialect and the the South African language. I forget the name of the language, but because T'Chaka, who was his father, was South African, mm-hmm. and that's the language that they spoke in Civil War. There was mm-hmm. a little scene where like they exchanged words and yeah. then they spoke in yeah. that specific language. So uh, Chadwick was actually a pioneer. He was the one who was told... Um, Ryan Kugler I was like, hey, man, you should... This is what we should speak, yeah. So that's what that's what, that's everybody. what they spoke. Yeah. So when somebody puts that much heart and energy, and you know, like the whole time, this man knows that he's gonna die soon. Like he knows. Like, we can sit up here and say that. Oh yeah, he thought that he didn't think he would have more time. It was fucking stage four. The fact that he lived this fucking long
0: is a goddamn miracle. Well, originally it was it was a stage three originally.
1: Yeah, stage three. But even. I think
0: but I think he yeah. Even yeah. stage
1: at stage three, you know,
0: it's pretty it's it, pretty that's tough. It, like it, it would have know, to be a miracle. I yeah.
1: had a I had a cousin who had stage four, and two weeks later, that's all the fuck we knew. It mm-hmm. was like that's it. He doesn't exist anymore. So the fact that you're stage three and you live th- four full fucking years. That's fucking amazing. So this guy knew what was gonna happen. Yeah. He knew. So he put all of this effort into this fucking role. He puts everything because he knows that this is it. Like he kept saying on the set, this is their this is black kids Star Wars. This is black kids Lord of the Rings. This is a thing that we saw when we were kids that uh-huh. when we grow up, we're going to That's gonna inspire us to do whatever the fuck we want when we're older. Mm -hmm. So if somebody puts that much, you know, heart in a role, then yeah, I would totally understand that when he passes, that that would also be something that trends. Right. You know, it's just if it's the same for any celebrity. If God forbid if Harrison Ford were to pass away you you don't think that Star Wars and fucking Indiana Jones are also going to be high trending exactly. that's just natural
2: right because especially it, when the studios are going to speak about uh, it
1: they're going to you know you're going to have Steven Spielberg speaking about him you're going to have George Lucas speaking about him you're going to have all of these celebrities coming out and speaking on this man's behalf because of all of the important roles you know you're going to see all of these movies that you never knew Harrison Ford was in All of these movies, you know, strange little movies that have cult followings that all of a sudden you go on Twitter and this is like number 10. And you don't even fucking know why. You never even fucking heard of this movie. But because Harrison Ford is in this movie and he happened to pass, this is going to be the number one trending. So I don't understand why people are upset that it's trending when this man put that much work into it. And I don't know if you guys saw, but people were actually taking pictures of their children where they would have their toys out yeah. and funerals for Black Panther. yeah, And it's like, well, yeah, if that's being, <laughs> if parents are taking pictures like that and they're posting on the web in solidarity, why the fuck would Black Panther or Marvel not, trend not be trendy. naturally?
0: Um, let's, let's also get, get to the other two. Cause I don't want to be sad forever. So, uh, Cliff Robinson, uh, he he played for a few teams, but uh, mainly known for playing for the Portland Trail Blazers. Mm-hmm. He he passed away. I think the day after, or maybe the night, the night of the, that Chad. No, Lee no, it was, it was it was. It was the, I believe it was the day. Yeah, after. the news broke early, so I don't know. Yeah. like but yeah. So Cl- Cliff Robinson passed. Um, I so I'm gonna be honest. I I don't rem- I remember him, but I don't ever remember seeing him play. I'm sure I have seen him play, but I just don't remember it like vividly. Yeah. Um but I remember his face. And I remember seeing him. He he might have been on like a NBA countdown or like a like a show, NBA TV something like that. So I remember his face. Um but I saw a lot of people um shout out shout out to uh shout out to Avil Snoop. Um yeah, he he actually he said that was one of his favorite players. So um yeah, man. So I I saw a lot of people were impacted by that. So rest in peace to Cliff Robinson. Rest in peace to Cliff um, Robinson. Because um, you, you mentioned, did you know?
1: No, I had no. My dad, because uh, you know me, I never like I watched basketball, but yeah. like I was very sporadic with my watching, mm-hmm. and I didn't like I didn't hold myself to a full schedule. Was more like Golden State. Fan. Yeah, I used to be a Golden State. Like my two. He's a real team, Golden State fan. But like, yeah, like my two favorite teams when I was growing up, believe it or not, were like Golden State, the Mavs, and the Knicks. Well, three favorite teams. Those were my th- like three teams.
0: And um, heat, heat Lakers Knicks, so I feel you.
1: Yeah, so it was like it, you know, you always should p- have a couple of favorite teams, but yeah, I used to be, I never used to watch basketball like that, so uh, I never really got to saw him. But just the fact that I saw so many people were like, oh, I was like, damn, that's yeah. that is sad. You always want to respect when people pass,
0: and also um, the co-creator of Scooby Doo, Joe Ruby, uh, passed away. Um, that was, might have been the same day as Cliff Robinson.
1: Probably. I yeah. think it was actually a couple of, I think it was early in the week. I remember seeing it.
0: Believe it or not. Well, I, I think it was, earlier oh. it was I, early in the week. I just, I think I saw it on that day then. Yeah, I saw it the wrong Yeah, day. I think you
1: saw it on that, but that was definitely <laughs> earlier in the week. I remember seeing something about that. Damn. And I only find it crazy, I because I always assumed, maybe wrongfully so, that he was Hanna-Barbera. I Not mean, hilarious. I know Scooby is Hanna Barbera, but I thought Hanna Barbera were the co-creators. I didn't know there was somebody else who stepped in for Scooby-Doo.
0: That's what I mean. So yeah, so um, so those those three gentlemen um, rest in peace. Yeah, hu- huge huge pieces, huge pieces of of the puzzle of life that they were in. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, this year, this year, man, this year. Okay, That's so. Tough. Uh, are y'all ready to? Th- this is this is lighter, but it's obviously not light. Um, hmm. But I think I I definitely want to move on to this. And the reason, because I know this might sound weird for me to say that, but um, a man could have lost his life, did not lose his life, and I think woke. I think woke. George Floyd woke a lot of people up. But I think I think some people hit snooze a little bit. I think some I people went out there and they were and they were and they were protesting. No, and they were out. Wait, wait, hold on, let me finish. And they were out and then it and then they kind of went back to sleep, which was kind of I kind of expected it personally, just because people were gonna go back to work, things were gonna kind of start going towards normal, so I expected that.
1: No, the protests have always been
0: happening. People didn't stop. No, the, it's, the news just stopped showing it true but there was a lot of people who were not who were not as active as no, they said they, they would be
1: i mean um, i'm not saying
0: everybody i'm just saying that there were people who i saw that that were very very active at the time and then stopped being active like completely then when this happened and when this we're talking about the shooting of Jacob Blake everybody i'm sure has heard they, about this it this is definitely dark um though. i so i've read the story i've seen like six stories because between you know People who were, who claim that they're that they're with us but are not really with us, um, he was he was getting into his car. Yes. From what I
1: understand, two white women were fighting. Okay. He went to go break up the fight. Yes,
0: I do know that. Yes.
1: And somebody called the cops. Yes. He, I guess, he was speaking with the cops. He turned around to go back into his car, and they shot him in the back seven times.
0: Yes. Now this is where the stories turned into. He was going to the car. He had a he had a Uzi in there. Then there he had a no knife, and he was, was about to turn around and stab it everybody. And it was like it was it was like eight stories, and but I'm just like, all right, I don't you know, know, I don't know what's going on. I'm not looking shit up. I just can't. I'm not. i am not i I just can't do this right now. You know, all I know is that there was a man that it seemed was innocent, who was shot seven times in the back. You know what? Shot them? seven times. In the back. You know what kills me about this? Yes. Is last well, no, week, but
1: yeah. we talked about how much of a fucking pussy fucking, what's his name was, Tory Lanes was when he shot Megan in the f- when she had his back fucking turned to him, mm-hmm. and she was walking away. We literally called him out for being a giant fucking pussy piece of shit. Mm-hmm. And I fucking turned around, and that very fucking night another fucking pussy piece of shit shoots somebody in the fucking back. I don't understand it. If somebody has their back turned and you shoot them, you're a fucking pussy.
0: Straight up. I think, yeah, F- fucking at So you. that, I feel what you're saying, but I think this is, this is obviously completely different because it's, as bad... To me, it's not because... No, 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 no. no. I'm gonna, I have to stop you there. Tory doing what he did was obviously terrible. That's not the same thing as I don't know how many officers it was, but people who are supposed to protect, especially—and this doesn't matter. This doesn't matter. This, I'm making that clear. It doesn't matter. But especially when we're talking about a man who broke up a fight and was talking to the police officers.
1: What I—that—that—that—that's—that's
0: like- that's, it. The I—I I just don't I me. I mean, you can, I'm gonna let you speak right after this, but I—I I want us to keep on the task of. The police officers doing what they're doing, and they, they've been doing it forever. This is not, no, let, just let y'all know out there, if you haven't been paying attention, this shit's been happening forever, 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 before social media. Now that we have social media, people are actually taping it. So this is not anything new. That's part of the reason why my details might be fuzzy on shit, because I, I just can't stomach everything happening, it's happening so much, and me going to read every detail. I just can't do it, because I've been paying attention to this shit for a long time. Um, going to class with, uh, God bless her, down in, uh, I think she's still down in North Carolina, um, Miss Valerie Tut, uh, one, of my, one of my heroes, um, Gar- Gary and I, G5 and I, we went to classes, and she taught us about this shit when we were five, four, five, six years old. And it is so crazy that when she said, if you do not know your history, it will repeat itself. And it kept repeating itself, and niggas didn't learn their history, and now it's, it's, it's still happening, and I think people, because now we see, everybody sees in the world, like George Floyd, everybody saw that in the world. People were kneeling in Singapore. Like, the shit was nuts. Like, it was crazy that people were all over, and they and they were protesting with us. They were taking down their statues wherever whatever country they in, and we know that all, over the seas, their rules is a little bit different. You take a, a statue down over there, they behead you. Like it's it's nuts in different places, depending on what you're talking about. So the fact that everybody saw that and everybody saw this, and people are protesting all over, is just is it's it it's it's sad to see that we keep having to go through this, but this it it makes me very proud to see not just our brothers and sisters and black people supporting, but everybody. A lot of people getting behind this. It, it It is it is gratifying to see. So I'm going to shut the fuck up and let y'all talk. Well, Go ahead. well uh, the only
1: reason why I said the Tory thing uh, was just to bring up the point of you don't shoot anybody in the back when your back is turned to them. If your back is turned, you don't shoot. Whether you're an officer, whether you're a gangbanger, I don't give a fuck what it is. If the thing, unless you are a hunter... If the thing that you are shooting at has its back hurt to you, there is no reason in the world, in my mind, you should be shooting. So the fact that not only did this happen, but then two days later, Mm. protesters pass away because uh, Trump keeps saying that there needs to be more militias, and the cops keep not doing anything about the fucking militias, and now you have... More and more death, and it's just—it really is crazy to me that it's get, its gotten this bad. Like, if I, if if this fucker wins in November, this is—it's over.
0: I have a question. Um, no, it's not over. We're just gonna go into war, a uh, civil that, war. But, but that, I have a that's question. That's what I mean. Oh well, then, that's no, what that, I mean. That is likely gonna happen. That's gonna happen. I have a question for for y'all. Um, oh, I'm sorry. Actually, let me let Gary go. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm gonna let you talk about it. And then I, I have a question after that. And yeah. D minor, I'm sorry. Well, you fucking You've dick. been very quiet, man. Yeah. My bad. I'm sorry. I'm sorry.
2: Go ahead, go ahead, um, D minor. No, no, I just wanted to so I wanted to flash back to last
3: week's episode too, when I the thing that I mentioned about uh, J Master J and how the, the narrative always has to include some kind of criminal activity anytime a black person dies. They always have to find the thing that they did, you know, and include it in there. They, and they did the same thing with um with this situation. They found uh somebody had a knife in the car, and it just and even if he did have a knife in the car, it's just one of those things. It's like when did you find the knife? You found the knife after the shooting. He didn't go and grab the knife. And even if he did go and grab the knife. He had a knife. He had a knife. Even if he turned around and, and it was facing towards you, the man had a knife. You had a gun. You didn't have to kill him.
1: It's you not did. like he could have pulled the trigger and shot you. There's really, there's really no excuse, and they
3: consistently try to make excuses for this. And there's, there's really no excuse. And I do like, and I wish all the people we have to have this conversation with, they just understand what racism is. So when they keep on saying that racism doesn't exist because they don't understand what racism is. And then these cases are not always racism. It's prejudice. And that's what it, that really what it is what it is. It's not not necessarily the person killing you because he feels he's superior to you. He's prejudice. And he's using these, you know, these notions that he has, preconceptions that he has about black people that we're dangerous, and all of this to, to, um, there, like, there's no excuse. You just, there's a reacting based on that. They're they're reacting based on what they know about or what they believe that they know about us, it. what they see on TV. And that's partially our fault, because we put some stuff on, you know, you know, on our rap music and stuff like that, but that's what they always jump to, too. Oh. They always jump to, well, uh, you know, the violence in rap music, the violence in, you know, black cinema or on black TV. They always jump to that, because... But even years before we was even making this content, they were still doing that. Because before we were making this content, before we were directing this stuff, it was always you know it was white men that was directing this stuff and putting us into these roles.
2: But that's what, that's what I wanted to say about it, man. Like, Gary, go ahead, G Five, go ahead and shoot, man. All right. Um, um, you know, let me rephrase that. Go ahead and speak. Yeah. Um, it's t- it's words. I mean, I have a lot of different things to say, um, because basically there is a lot of there is a lot of like gray area around the story with Jacob Blake um first i want to say regardless of whether the situation whether he had warrants for his arrest mm-hmm. whether he got into a scuffle with police and they tried to taser him and then it didn't work then he's walking to his car they're talking about dropping a knife and all this other stuff blah, blah blah and then that's when they decided to shoot him seven times in the back the shooting seven times in the back was excessive. Uh, it doesn't matter how, which way you slice it. It doesn't matter if he was a potential threat or whatever. There were at least two officers there. You didn't have to let him get to his car. You could have arrested him right then and there. There's no reason why you need to put yourself... Because like, um, I have people that... Whether it's family members, whether that's friends that are law enforcement. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of them that have been very understanding of why the police officer did what he did. Now, from the information. That Sorry, I,
0: I need to change this because you're talking about something serious. No, no, it's laugh. fine.
2: Oh, that's a terrible movie um, to have this on for. From the information that I gathered from the situation, from information I got from them. Because at the end of the day, perspectives from both sides need to be realized. Mm -hmm. At the end of the day, yes, the seven shots were um, excessive. A man is paralyzed. Partially paralyzed, I think, from the waist down. Well, um, he's he's he might he might be able to regain his. Yeah, there's a there's a chance. There's a chance. Thank Um, God. But um, but whatever. And I was speaking to um, one of my law enforcement um, friends' family, and I was just listening to them, kind of like why they, why they move, they move. Because my whole thing is they're trained on paranoia. Every every time they go to a situation, they it's not about handling. It's not really about handling the situation. It's more about how can I do my job without putting myself in harm's way. Mm-hmm. Right? So they go in automatically thinking, yeah, I'm supposed to arrest this guy or I'm supposed to investigate something, but my life's at risk. So they're like playing defense automatically, which I don't I'm not gonna say that's not that's not right, but that extreme paranoia causes people to jump to conclusions, to jump to being aggressive, to be well, I'm gonna get you before you get me type mentality. This is like thug. This is like almost thug mindset. But like, oh, I'm gonna make sure I'm gonna hit my ops first before they come and get me type shit. You know what I'm saying? Which is and weird. that's how police are literally trained. They're trained automatically to think that yo, you don't know what this guy might have on them. Blase blah. Zay, blah. Like sh- you gotta you gotta be prepared.
1: They train just like that for <laughs> security. That's what they always trained us like. They so, said the same the shit thing, to the, us. And they, the, the, the my biggest issue with
3: it is even despite you know all of your, your presidents they shouldn't be training people to kill unless necessary. And that's the thing is it's always necessary with them. You should be able to shoot to disarm.
1: That's they how they're. Oh, I'm sorry. That way, no, 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 they're not.
2: They're trained like that, but then again they're not It's 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 not I mean it's not if they would train that way it would be muscle memory. It would just be a thing that they did. They trained to kill. Yeah. I mean that's like, the reason why they do that. Like I said, I'm not I'm not one hundred percent sure on what like well to me I feel like they don't they don't go through prop, proper protocol through a situation. No. Nah. Like, you know, everybody has a plan until they get punched in the face. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. Once you're in the situation, you just panic a lot yeah. of times. Doesn't matter. Like some people are trained, but like when you're scared for your life, or you think somebody can kill you, whether it's a knife, and then like I guess they think everybody's an expert with a fucking knife that can yes. like instantly slash your throat on some assassination shit. Yeah. And you know, they think these dudes are knife throwers because they're, they, they're how far away from you? They, no, I'm not. I'm not even saying knife throwers or nothing. Like no, he's there's just, people that can like you know like with a knife a lot of times you can get close up on somebody and slit their throat but like you have to be like some expert. Ex- like you have to be an expert like damn near assassin to be doing shit like that like yeah. you like yeah there are people that sit up there they there's car- people that carry, 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 that, carry switchblades but yeah. they know, they don't go to s- classes I, to learn how to cut people or nothing like that a lot of times they just be like yo like if anything happens i'll just take this yeah, out and then just they'll just like, 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 it's chip. a defense yeah it's like it's, it's more of a defense mechanism. It's a like, lot of people these people ain't not, not saying yeah. that like there ain't people out there that's not trained to knife wield but I'm not Your average say the, I'm Joe I'm not gonna say the average Joe no we're yeah. like, not even talking about knife the reason why I bring up the thing about the knife throwing
3: is like there was a video that I saw like seven seven years ago maybe it was even more this guy was like literally like 15 feet maybe 20 feet away from the cop with a knife and he shot through like ten times. It's like,
1: wow, what what's the danger? What what, what, yeah. what
3: danger to do you me, see the man that's so far away from you? He, well, do you think he's like, you know, part of the League of League of
1: Assassins or some shit that doesn't even know how to throw a knife from that far
3: away and yeah. kill you? But, but I
2: don't understand. But my thing is what's more alarming to me is when it is, say, a white person with a knife or a machete or something in their hand. And they can be waving it. They can be threatening to kill the police, and, and they don't get shot. shot. They like I literally <laughs> seen videos where dude hopped in the whole police cruiser, yeah, and everything, and they still trying not to shoot the dude in order to arrest him. Like yeah. they went through hell and high water. There was no backup, and it was one officer. Yeah. And I'm not saying that every officer acts the same way as the police in that area. And also, what I want to get to because I have to, I have there's a lot to this whole situation. Because this is based on race, and and there's no sugarcoating it. Because then you look at what happened with the protesters, mm-hmm. and they bring in militia down there. The police are supporting the militia. Yes, they were. The militia were. are caught on video saying, "Well, the police said they're gonna funnel the people our way, yep. and then we'll take care of them and stuff like that." Then you got a 17 year old who's from Illinois, Who not even whore? in not even in his name, not even where he's supposed, to, like not even like where he's at. He literally sh- shoot somebody, which I believe was the anth- was Anthony Huber, who was 26 years old. Rest he shot piece. two people, he? I know, but hold on. I'm getting mm-hmm. to that. That's The first person he shot was Anthony Huber. And he's like, oh, I shot somebody. People were literally chasing him and trying to get the cops' attention. He just shot someone. So he's running, running, running. He falls. So then people were trying to run and disarm Arm him. him. Mm-hmm. And then that's when... Um there was a dude with a skateboard that tried to like hit him or whatever and take and take, take his, yeah. his long gun or whatever. He was <laughs> murdered, Joseph um Roseborn and these and this Rosenbound, sorry. Thirty six years old, white white man as well. Like these aren't even black people like I believe Anthony Huber might have been black. I'm not sure. But it doesn't but, even matter. No, but I'm just like, saying but I'm just saying, like it's not just, just I get what you're saying. It's not just a black thing. It's just You're letting somebody just run around and just mow people down. Then the kid literally walks past the cops while people are shouting, he just just shot someone. He just shot someone. Police let him go. He hops in the car with his mom and drives back and then gets arrested. Then, hold on, then the last Mm -hmm. thing is the goddamn... This is is the most racist part, is the damn chief of police. No, fuck that motherfucker. Fuck him. Because there's not only just... The current, what's what's happened currently, and the statements he made about it, mm-hmm. but even in the past where he said something, um, well, first, let me start with his whole thing about him excusing his sheriffs and deputies because, oh, like, you know, the kid, he was just handling the situation and that um, I guess his sheriffs didn't realize he, he did anything. So that's why he let him pass. Fuck like, him. they didn't realize. What was going on? If somebody so that, yelling, so obviously ooh. you're you're okay with your officers not doing their job? Okay, cool, whatever. Fuck you. And then there were also during a whole press conference how he how he has said that we need to put and he was basically talking well he was talking about black people mm-hmm. about how they need to be put in warehouses and locked away for the rest of their lives because they're gonna go out and have. Chil- ten children with different women, and all this other stuff. And mind you, what he was talking about, he was talking about the case he was referring to was about people shoplifting from a TJ Maxx. And this is, and this is his statement to the public that this is what needs to happen. That is dangerous. That is disgusting. It's fucking ridiculous. And people like that should not have power at all. Fam. Like for people to feel like. Yes, I understand criminal activity is is wrong. It's nothing. That is nothing that we condone.
1: No, we don't condone people going and fucking shit up during protests. How?
2: How? However, you also have to look at circumstances. You also have to look at the reason why things are happening. And granted, yes, people have to be punished for their actions. They do. But they also, the reason for corrections and everything is like that is to. Help reform and get people back into society. Yes, it's not to keep people caged in and be treated like shit.
1: The whole point of jail is reform. You're and, supposed to come and, out of jail a better like person. That. That's the whole point.
2: And I and and like I said, I was speaking to my law enforcement um, family and friends or whatever. They told us how they feel about how like and how they're trained about like look. The reason why people like we cuff people is to make sure and restrain people is to make sure they can't do harm to us. Cause just because you get put in cuffs doesn't mean you're going to jail, blah zay, blah. I'm like, yeah, I I can understand that, but one, that's not really educated to the entire public. The public doesn't know that, oh, if you put me in cuffs, I might not necessarily go to jail. Right. It's not a common thing that everybody That's knows. number one. Number two. When people are asking you questions because they're confused, like people, and uh, and they don't really understand the situation, they don't understand why they're getting put in cuffs and everything like that, mm-hmm. they're asking you questions, and you want to turn around and be dickheads and be like, "Well, I'm the only one a- asking questions around here," or you don't want to give them straight answers or whatever. Because mm-hmm. a lot of times, you're the cop is also searching for information, and doesn't really know what's going on when they arrive on the scene. Exactly. They just looking for descriptions, and based on the descriptions, that's where they're making their decisions. And they're trying to figure out what's going on as well. So they do that, put people in cuffs and everything like that. And another thing I'm saying is like, okay, yeah, you put people in cuffs, but do you not understand how traumatizing that is for anybody to be restrained? Nobody yeah. wants to be restrained. And Nobody you're not w-
1: explaining anything. You're just like, shut the fuck up, and you're hitting them while you're cuffing them. Yeah,
2: someone's naturally going to fucking buck and, back. And and, and like <laughs> I said, granted, there are definitely excellent police officers. There that, are. that definitely know how to, to do their job, that probably never even shot their weapon or anything, or even raised their weapon to another human being. Two two cops I know, actually, really quickly, they constantly
1: arrest my dad because he doesn't have tickets. I mean, he doesn't have a license. He does not have a license and he's driving a car. These cops know my dad. They know me. They know, oh, your son will be here. It's gotten to the point where they leave because they know I will be there. So... And I naturally do not like cops, but I know these cops, I'm fine with them, but that's because they've honestly shown me the respect. They respect me and my father enough to know that, you know, know, they know he doesn't have a license. They only arrest him when he does something that is slightly illegal, that they have to pull him over for. He doesn't put a signal on. He makes a weird left turn, but... They don't fucking shoot him. So, do I hate those cops? No, but do I hate cops of a whole? Yes, because the, obviously the the whole thing is corrupt. Look at what the fuck is happening.
0: Yeah, same same, same the here. The idea I'm- that Gary just said about you know um
3: about cuffing you know to keep keep uh, to keep themselves safe that makes perfect sense. You know, in fact, that probably should be the way that it is that it should be, that should be protocol, but that's not what they do. Yeah. They don't cuff you to keep you safe, and I'm talking with somebody who's been cuffed several times. Like, that is not the reason why they do it. You know, they do it sometimes just to be assholes, just to buck with you. And other times, you know, because they believe that you did whatever it is that they went there to arrest you for. Even if they didn't go there to arrest you, it's just like, oh, that guy did it. He fits the
2: description. You don't even fit a description. They don't even have a damn description. You just—they just arrest you. Mm-hmm. No, what y'all? What No, I'm saying I agree with you, but I'm just going off of what people that I'm close no. with, who happen to be in law enforcement, yeah, no, with, what 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 they're saying, because they are people who are African American. These are people that. that I look at and I know they're good cops. Yeah. So yeah. they break certain stuff down a certain way, and I believe them when they say it. Now, do I believe every officer? Do I believe? Do I believe every officer do, does that? Like just like you said, like no, like how you just saying like they just put you in cuffs just to fuck with you. Like I that that could be that is also true too. Yeah, especially I, if they're not explaining the fact that why you're going in cuffs and nothing like that, or why you're being detained and things of that nature. These are questions they're
0: like they're supposed to answer. So can I cut? So can I cut in real quick? Because I haven't. That was I haven't got a chance to say much here. I just wanted. Um, I just wanted to say real quick that, um, for me, I don't even think that the problem. Because speaking to police officers, I think that there's always good intention. I like for me, good cop is a little bit too. Uh, I too strong of a word. No, I, I think it's the opposite. Too weak Be- of a word yeah just because good first of all well it's 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 too it's too um too broad. it's too broad it's too general it's too general it's way it's way too it's way too general it's too broad. um I do believe what d minor just said it should be inherent but I think it's just too broad and way too general. I think there are good intention cops, but it's kind of like how we had the for we're, we're, we may talk about this one time again. Our second ever episode, we spoke about parents, and we spoke about how we believe that our parents really weren't equipped to mm-hmm. to like raise us the right way. I feel like most, if not almost all, the police officers are trained terribly. Yeah. And now, you can't say all, oh, because that would also be generalizing. But when we see all these situations, and I don't care if this is... 0.05% of the police officers that are out there, or 0.57% of the police officers that are killing, or if it's it's a small percentage. We should not be seeing this many police officers that don't know what they're doing, because if we see these, we know that there, we know that there's hundreds of thousands of millions of more that somebody they camera phone just it, it died, or they didn't pull it out in time, or they were shot way too quick. And that and that's the thing. Like, I I like 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 he said, I have friends, some of them mutual, um, who are police officers, people that I know who are a bit older than me who are police officers, and I believe that they're good intentioned. But I don't know what they do when they out there. Just so I like I love I love them, but I also know that when you get in that situation, you aren't trained the right way. You aren't trained the right way because if you're trained with if you're trained, (laughs) with uh intent to kill and you're not trained to shoot the leg or oh, ow, oh. sorry like like when D minor talks well, shooting about the leg might not work but it but might not work fine gun but it, and and that might work, if, if, if somebody if somebody has a knife in their hand uh shooting the shoulder you have targets you have target practice <laughs> you shouldn't just be practicing shooting somebody in the heart you should be practicing sh- shooting them all over somebody in the arm is a way larger target than shooting,
3: yeah, shooting somebody in the heart
1: yeah I mean, you know, much larger target. I mean for us. I, I remember in security they used to literally tell us that you can't even trust a person that holds a pencil because they can jam it into your eye socket, which can hit your brain, which could fucking kill you. That's something that somebody literally told me that gave me excuse to fucking kill somebody
2: with a pencil. And this they is, told this me, and this, this, this is, is just as a
1: fucking guard.
2: And this is and this is what I mean. Like this like, is what. It's like, and granted, like I do think police officers need to be, like, cause like I was actually listening to um one of one of my close friends that he's like much lower, he's like in a higher position position, um in the police force. And he was speaking about like, he was speaking about the whole defund police and all this other stuff. And he was talking about how y'all are saying defund the police, but then you want them to be more trained. And it's like, all right, so h- how how are we gonna fund the training if you defund the police, right? Blah 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 Right? So I'm like, Okay. But then like he also went on to say about like how one of the best courses he took was like a leadership course and um and like how to lead his his um fellow officers as well as be able to de escalate situations and knowing how to talk to suspects or just whoever. So I'm like, all right, if that's the case Maybe there just needs to be a reallocation because a lot of times, Your yeah. money, a lot of the money is going to target practice. A lot you don't of money, need that much money, money for a of, training. A lot of money is going to funding for your guns, for yeah, your, for your vehicles, for your, for your, um, for, for bullets, your, for
0: for, for, for your armor, SWAT gear, swat, for your fucking, yeah, for like, you going to save a cat in a tree. Yeah, when all you really need or, or, is the or, training,
2: or or they even load up people's pensions. Yeah, like y'all are like. I don't want to hear the excuse about the money going to training when y'all literally defund the education system.
1: There's no education. Exactly. The housing market is shit. Like Everything is shit, but the cops are being paid. Fuck you. We're taking some of your money. The rest of your money
0: for your shit is going exclusively to training, and we're going to give some money to education. By the way, when people say defund the police and you talk about reallocation, that's... That's what that's they literally mean. Literally, what and another thing, and and, <laughs> and 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 that's another thing too <laughs> with
2: with cops having this like, and that's another thing too because cops have this negative attitude about the defund police situation, and it doesn't that doesn't help. The fact that cops literally are dealing with situations already with a negative in their mind because their job is to catch quote unquote criminals, or dealing with criminals or han or handling those type of situations. So. When you hear o- over the radio, like, "Hey, there's a situation going on down here," like whether gunshots were supposedly went off, even though it may not even be gunshots, because people call in shit, they can hear a loud bang, don't even know what the fuck it is, and just assume it's a gunshot and be yeah. like, "Hey, there's they're shooting," and they could have not even been shooting over in that area. Could have been fireworks, o- or not even that. I mean, just a loud bang. <laughs> like yeah, somebody yeah, could have yeah. just dropped some, like, a pin or something, and or, or them, some steel, it, yeah, and it's and it it just like, "Oh my it god," just it echoed. It, Oh my God! Gunshots! Yo, yeah. I think there's a situation over here. And then police investigate. They see some people outside. Then they just start interrogating people. But and nobody and like I said, everybody gets defensive. Like you're being bl- like the person being blamed for something, whether they did it or not, they're gonna be defensive. And the cops are on defense. Yeah. So and the cops already have a negative connotation in their mind because it's like, oh my God, it's a situation. Some bad yeah. shit is going down. Like when it's so much negative surrounding being a police officer. Yeah. Outside of them, oh, like, if the mayor's giving a speech and they're just standing there, like, as guards or something like that, like, yeah, that's some positive or a career day type situation. Like, that's yeah, cool, but that, that's positive or whatever. But, like, it's fine. when it's, when it's, uh, you're getting called to, whether it's a domestic violence issue, whether it's a drug issue, whether it's this, like, it's already negative perception over rip. Yeah. You are not looking have. at you're not looking at people as humans. You're automatically thinking oh you're automatically thinking criminal. If it's you like, think of somebody as a criminal, you're not thinking of them positively.
1: It's like every time I walk past a cop and I'm walking my dog, that's honestly when I'm the most nervous. Like I don't even feel comfortable walking past police. Yeah. I, I genuinely feel so much anxiety and it's like intensifies if I have my dog because my first thought is if he's my, my dog is friendly, so he'll want to go up to the cops. These cops don't trust a nigga walking a fucking giant dog walking down the street. They're automatically mm-hmm. gonna think I'm fucking trying some shit. Mm-hmm. So off rip, they must try to might try to shoot. Like if he mm-hmm. gets loose and somebody calls the cops, my dog is dead. They're not gonna try to be like,
0: oh come here. No, they're gonna shoot that fucking dog. The night before Tabwick um, Bozeman's passing. I actually was gonna tell you. I actually got stopped by the cops, and um, and it was my fault because I was reaching for something in, in the passenger seat, mm-hmm. and you know, like when you do that, you kind of like you swerve a little. Yeah, yeah. That nigga stopped me so quick, boy, and I'm like, fuck. And scary, scary. I was not worried about a ticket. You already know how my nerves are. If you're listening, you you probably know how my nerves are because I've explained explained it in nauseum at nauseum. But man, my body was shaking like a motherfucker. He saw. He's like <laughs> license and registration, and I had the goddamn. I, I had the rental car, so I had no fucking. Re- what is registration? But I didn't know what that shit was. Yeah. So I'm like, um, then I'm like, damn. If I tell him it's a rental, he gonna think I stole it. Yeah. I don't know what to do. D- d-. So I just gave him all the papers that was in. He's probably looking at shit. He violence. just. He, in that you said what? What'd you say? I Bro, listen. I've been stopped by the cops many times. I've been, I've, been, I've been I've been stopped many times by the cops before and even like upstate. Gary's been with me a few times when we've been upstate and get stopped by the cops. The times that I got stopped when I was alone, I was I always did break the law. I was either speeding or I yeah. broke a stop sign. And those were always the times that I got off a of no ticket. Every single time. But the time. This was also the time that I was definitely breaking the law, no ticket. Well, it's, it's the times off. where Gary was with me and we was just riding, not breaking the law, nigga talking about, oh, you blew a 85. 85? I, 85? I was looking at my speedometer and it didn't even crack 80. What are you talking about? Like, and this is in a a sixty-five zone where everybody's going eighty. Yo. So like, I and no, and I wasn't going faster than nobody. So I'm just like, I'm like, what? Yeah, Dwayne is like the slowest
2: driver I know. So it was definitely weird for him to pull us over. Yes. So there and
0: I and I I don't take that offensively. I am a slow driver. No, no, no. so very (laughs) sick. Yeah, and then let's move on. Well, yeah, um,
1: because I just wanted to say. About the about the police and the guns
0: and you know the the defund the police and everything. Yeah. Like the
3: police have always kind of tried to match the criminal element that they had in the area. So you know when when um the criminals started having like fast cars, the police went not had fast cars. When the criminals went and started getting, started having automatic weapons, Tommy guns, and all these other
1: you know, had to go
3: all these other weapons. They start. They try to match that. There's really no reason in certain areas, right? Why a cop should have a certain a certain weapon? Like you, they they're they in situations and they have, you know, they have um rifles. Why? You know, you like in an area where there's no crime. Like, why would you even have? What, what, why is that necessary? Now in LA, that might be necessary. Eh. L.A., Chicago, areas like that. It might just be necessary for a cop to have a...
1: There's certain, certain areas where cops should not even have a gun. Period. No. They shouldn't have them. It's like... I I got pulled over once. like One of the scariest times I ever got pulled over, I was with the dildos. I was sober as a church mouse. All of them were high as fucking skunks. So I'm driving them around being like the... The DD, basically... And I get pulled over by a cop, and I don't know if you guys saw my blue car, like my junkie, my, yeah, my yeah, first yeah. blue car. The garbage would be in the car was like up to like your ankles. Like it was a junky ass car. Like I just had so much shit in there. And because it was the first car and I didn't give a shit. So the cop pulls us over for no reason because they weren't smoking in the car. They they were all they are They were all just high. So the cop is coming over. Cop pulls us over, and the cop's really fucking getting nasty with me. And he's like, "Are you high?" And I'm telling him the truth. I'm like, "Sir, I am sober." He's like, "It doesn't smell it." And I'm like, "Yes, my friends." Because I was like 19 at the time. I was like, "My friends have done something," but it's like, "I am sober. That's why I'm driving. I hadn't smoked at all." So I'm like, "Do I need to take a drug test? Is there some way to prove to you?" that I am sober. He's like, no, you have weed in the car. So he's like, he calls like three other officers, two, there's like a bunch of cars coming. So now they're determined to find Bud. So the dildos are sitting over there like cracking jokes and shit. And I'm low key scared because these cops are just tearing my car apart, throwing all of this shit out. And me and Asar are literally looking at him because we're just like, where there's nothing in the car. There's no he's like, I'ma find it, I'ma fight. This motherfucker was obsessed. He was like, You're all drug, da-da-da-da. Eventually, fucking doesn't find anything, then has the balls to turn to me and say, We couldn't find it. He's like, You're free to go. By the way, in the nastiest tone possible, says, clean your fucking car. And I'm looking at him like, you're the dickhead that spent two hours cleaning my fucking car to find drugs they didn't even fucking have. Now, what if they had a, like, I'm, the whole time I'm just thinking, like, one word off and I would have been shot. Or they would have been shot. It's just scary thinking about, like, I'm 19 and I'm driving a bunch of fucking 16-year-old year idiots being the DD and this is what happens. Like, I'm telling them. There are no drugs in the car. I'm the designated drug. Why would I lie? What fucking reason do I have to lie about that? I'm telling you, you can drug test me. I'm telling you, you can do me everything and you're not. Like, this is why I fuck the police, man. Look at that shit. You know, the, one other, <laughs> the one other thing I wanted to share with Clayton with, uh,
3: with uh, Gary's sample, like, the man won't come up with the alpha legacy, and you bring it up. But um, the malicious thing, there's always been malicious like, in
1: America. I think the real issue with that is the fact
3: that there's a lot more black militias. Deadass. Like, there are some, but they ain't enough, you know? Because we need to be able to ride around with an uh, automatic weapon like, you know, and it's just like, oh, that's what the niggas do, you know? But there mm-hmm. ain't enough of us out there with these guns, like, there ain't enough militias out there, so when he us with these guns they to get super they get fucking scared. Why does Black Wade
0: just woke up with a fucking, you know, AR fifteen or whatever the uh, hell he he had and he just moved back We need to have more militia. But yeah, we can move on to the next topic. You um, got to have about well, that. I mean, th- there's a topic I wanted to uh talk about. That's sure. yeah, I, yeah, cool. Check it out. Um, yeah, um I mean, not we, we've been talking about this forever, so we could just touch on this quick, but um, the NBA, well, to be more specific, the Wisconsin team, the Milwaukee Bucks, where uh, Jacob Blake was shot, uh, they protested on. Well, they boycotted specifically their game that was on uh, Thursday against the It Wasn't Orland. a boycott. It was a strike. There's two. There's strike. Two to- sorry, yeah, sorry, sorry. Totally different. Got you. Got yeah. you. They struck. Sorry, Th- and they and they made that very clear. Yeah. Strike. So they they went on a strike. They, they th- were not going to play their game. They were going to forfeit the game against the Orlando Magic. Um, that was Thursday. The Orlando Magic stood with them, and they also did not play. Once that happened, the other four teams that were going to play that day chose not to play as well. And um, NBA talks ensued. The players said uh, to, to the owners, and I'm paraphrasing here, obviously, but we're not doing shit until y'all go to your officials that y'all know, that y'all be eating dinner with and going to fancy parties with and telling them, y'all need to fix this shit. So that's what y'all need to do. You need to put a whole bunch of money towards our people, towards our communities. You need to make some of your sites as long as, because they can only do this if they own them. But if you, uh, if you own the arenas, you need, to, you need to make those voting places. Y'all need, y'all need to be part of the action if you want us to play. Sure. Um. I, wanted to br- I, brought th- I really wanted to bring this up because a family member who I'm in a group chat with um, said, because his position about racism is, oh, we shouldn't be talking about it so much because blah, 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 whatever. That's his opinion. He said in this text, which after this I stopped texting. I haven't texted in that group chat since that day. He said, you can't demand, you can't demand for the officials to do something. And, and in my head I said, why the fuck not? But that's the entire you you point. De- that's that's what people have been doing. Like if, it, if it wasn't for them demanding, you wouldn't own the shit that you own. You wouldn't be able to do that. So what the fuck are you talking? about? But, but I, I said, you know what? I'm not gonna <laughs> do this because he because this could, because this is the typical dickheadedness that this person moves around with. Even though, I, like I said, love him, love but him, it's just family, love him, and I know and he means, I think he means well, well many times. I just think at times he can be very selfish. Because his thing was, like, damn, no NBA games. That was his thing. And it was, but
1: it's like, like so And I, I,
0: I get it, but because the, the reason I get it is because we've been dealing with a lot. And when the NBA came back, like, for me specifically, nerves have been fine in the car. Why? Because I'm listening to the NBA from 1 to 11 o'clock at night. Because it was four games on. And then I'm excited for the games, and then all of a sudden they get cut off. Me though, when I saw, I, I knew what they were cutting off for. I didn't think like, like, damn, no NBA. I was like, damn, that's dope. Yeah, like that's that's dope. Yeah, um, shout outs
1: to actually every single sports person, the WNBA, mm-hmm. um, everybody who decided to strike, which is a big difference from boycotting. Yes, because um, a lot of people were saying that, and it was just confusing the message. That's the only reason why I emphasized it to prep earlier. But shout outs to every single person who took who said, you know
0: what, it's not about me, it's about James Blake. I just I just like I I I I feel you, but I just love the NBA, man. They're just so they've been in front, well, they were in front of the coronavirus. And <laughs> did people forget, they were the first ones to say we shutting shit down and the country shut down a couple days later. Um when it came when it comes to the protest, of course with LeBron James. There's been some shaky things that, that have been coming out from the meetings. None, in, none of it's confirmed about him maybe putting himself too much in front instead of letting everybody have a voice. Don't know, because I don't know, I wasn't there. But shout out I to LeBron too, because yeah. he's, he's been very vocal for, for years uh, before it was cool. And he's one of the people that, he's one of the first people that I've seen in my lifetime. That realized his voice and realized, I'm motherfucking LeBron James. I can say whatever the fuck I want. Like, yeah, not. what are y'all going to do? Y'all going y'all gonna, to y'all gonna take me out? You can't do what you did with Kaepernick because you know if I'm not here, your league is dead. You know that. And LeBron you- moved to the West Coast and ratings dropped. That is not a coincidence. So LeBron knows that. Giannis is, the, is probably going to be the MVP. And he, and he said, nah, we're not playing. Most other people wouldn't have done that. But he said, number one, I'm going to be the MVP two years in a row. You're not going to tell me shit. <laughs> I'm going to do what the fuck I want to do. And y'all going to get those goddamn cops off the street who, killed, who almost killed Jacob Blake. That's what y'all going to do. And until you do that, I'm not going to play. And this is why, sorry, I know I'm talking forever. But this is why when I heard this family member say what he said, I'm just thinking, like, you don't, your favorite player is LeBron. How do you not realize this? When LeBron left in 2010, left the Cleveland Cavaliers to go to the Miami Heat, the Cleveland economy sure. took a huge, destroyed as an understatement. They were dead. Yeah, they were dead. Restaurants closed down. Other closing business closed down. Like people were broke. People were homeless. Like it went nuts because he because a a, a player went to another team. And that's Giannis, why sorry, real quick, and then I'm gonna mm-hmm. let you go. Giannis. I don't even think he was thinking about all of that, but I think the players realize how much power that they have because that notion of oh, when we're in the CBA meetings, they don't have the power. We don't have the power, so we can't. We don't have many bargaining chips. No, 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 no. You could do that CBA all you want to and say that we're in violation because they technically they're in violation of the CBA. Sure, I would ask the owners. What the fuck is the CBA? This, this, it's the um, it's the agreement that the players and the owners have it and it, it it's it's just like a business agreement so it has like um like the uh, the 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 large amount that players are getting paid now that's in there because of the TV deals that are part of the CBA so there was like 3 years in a row where there was TV deals and the players like who were making their base pay was like let's say 4 million their base pay went from 4 million to 9 million from 9 million to 15 million 15 to 18 million Like in three years, like it raised every year. That's part of the CBA. So it's just like a business deal. Um, Part of that business deal is when you're supposed to play, when you're not going to play. If you don't play for a specific reason, then whatever, you don't get paid, all that type of shit. So all of that is part of the CBA. They're in violation of the CBA, but that doesn't matter. Why? Because they know I'm going to come to you and I'm going to say this. You can tell me I'm in violation and try to pull all this shit later. Do you want your? We can destroy your product. You can. Do you want us to destroy your product? We will. We got the money. We I LeBron could go right now. Like I could get five of my my billionaire friends right now. We could pay everybody salary. Yo, we don't need y'all.
1: Honestly, <laughs> we don't need people, y'all. People have been saying this for years, and I honestly think if we could all organize it, it'd be it would work. Mm-hmm. If every single minority mm-hmm. just just straight didn't go to work for a day. <laughs> fucking economy crash. Because, like, honestly, I'm about it. Fuck my job. Like, I, I was the dumbass and went back to my previous job. Fuck. We striking? When? Tell me the date. I'll be ready with fucking bells on. I don't give a shit. I don't give two shits.
0: So, yeah, I just wanted to shout out the, M- the NBA um, and the NBA players. And although I said what I said, I think the... Just to make this clear, it's not like owners were going against the players. I think a lot of them just wanted a plan and they wanted to hear a plan and I think the players they started they struck they struck stroke
1: strike stroke they did they they they, they went on strike. strike they yes. went on strike That's and they thing.
0: went to the they went to the to to the owners they told them what they wanted, and they came to an agreement and it, and the the uh, the last agreement was this is a continuing talk we're not it's not just going to stop here
2: yeah.
1: Um, Which is good, but
0: uh, G five, I I wanted you because it seemed like you want to say something. I just wanted you to. Um, yeah, one shout out to the
2: Milwaukee Bucks for doing what they did. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, I really, I really like how they just didn't say nothing to nobody. They just did some shit just to spark yeah. the conversation. Yes. Cause that's that's how I, you should I do it. I think people just don't really understand. Cause I know everybody's like, well, you have to have a plan. A lot of the times, blah blah blah. Just as spontaneous and sporadic as the Jane... Ja- um, Excuse me.
1: Jacob the Jacob Blake, the
2: Jacob Blake situation happened. That mm-hmm. was spontaneous. There was no plan. Nobody knew what was happening. Yeah. When the Kyle thing happened and he gunned down the protesters, we didn't. There was there was no plan for that. Like nobody expected that to happen. So for the Bucks to just be like, Nah, f this. Yo, we not like right before the game. Nah, yo, fuck this. We not going out. Yeah, I don't need ass. to check in with this person, that person. No, we not doing that or whatever. And we're gonna see the waves it moves like I know there was there, there was discussion people talking about oh there needed to be a plan what are our demands all this other stuff first of all, everybody knows what's wrong you know what we're demanding and everything else there's shit that's not right it needs to be fixed or we're not going to do our jobs cops don't want to do their jobs we're not gonna do our jobs either until shit is du- like shit is back in order cause shit is all fucked up you want chaos I will bring chaos I think a lot of people don't realize like like I, like I get it there's no real I guess quote unquote leaders, civil rights leaders right now. Like it doesn't seem like they're they're there.
3: They're, or they're, they're just uh, not
2: or they're just not or they're just
1: pieces of shit like Sean King or, to be
2: honest. Or they're just not they're just not they're just not visible enough for there to be any concrete di- direction that we all need to be moving in or whatever. Granted, the whole point of a strike, a boycott or whatever you want to call it. It's just disruption and people trying to figure out, okay, what is going on? Like, people have to ask what your demands are. You're not supposed to just say, oh, I'm doing this because of blah, blah. Like, I'm not just going to be just do
1: like, look, this is the reason why I'm doing this. No, somebody's supposed to come and and say, what's what's your demands? Like, yo, what are you doing? Why are you not doing this? Yo,
2: what can we do in order for you to do your job? What are your demands? Yes. Yeah. It's not supposed if to be I the other way. It's care, not supposed to be the... Me. Yeah. What What'd you say, Devon? No, I said because if they cared, they would ask. If If I
3: have to tell you, if I have to, calm, I have to tell you what I'm doing, it's to you don't
2: care. Right. That's why I think right now with the NBA and like the players had to discuss a meeting on whether or not they're 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 gonna restart and then obviously like they were speaking to people and granted I can see both ways both of the, I mean, I can honestly, I feel like the way of them not playing probably would have been the best option, and them to even hold on into the new season. Mm-hmm. But I, but I also understand them also still using their platform and everything else. The only reason why I don't think being on the platform talking about it is because everybody knows the issue already. We've been speaking about this for damn near ever since Trayvon, ever since Trayvon Martin. Fuck before Trayvon but, but, but Martin, we've just been saying, screaming I'm, about no, this. No, but shit. I'm talking about in the in this high profile social media era where trayvon a twitter Martin was where technically a, the first yeah that's what i mean like within twitter sphere within facebook instagram all this stuff was out when trayvon passed yeah people know and it's been going on till this day it's been going on for there is no years. reason there's been countless of people there's a new name almost every couple of weeks. Almost, it feels like damn near every day. Honestly, this seems like there's a new. So fucking it's just name. like you know what? Yes, enough is enough. But keep talking about it. Keep. We're still waiting for Brianna Taylor's murderers to still be That's arrested. That's that.
1: Oh my God. It's I am like, so sorry. Yes, you can see I there, am so sorry for wear her. Just, I'm sorry, you can have Honor. The
2: imagery and all this other stuff. When, when is it when we're really gonna be impacting? people's pockets like they did back when people used to just sit in restaurants and just block seats so people couldn't order. Or when they refused to take the public transportation. I understand we're in different times now because people are making money on the internet and everything else. Like where it's not it's not really services where you could really stop money like that. You know like that? Like I don't think there's enough African Americans in the stock market to really do some shit. Yeah, we can we can yeah, fuck yeah, up. We let could Let me tell you. Let like we not me something right quick. Like we are not going to be able to stop Apple. We're not going to be able to stop Amazon. We're not going to be able to I stop Tesla. Could. Tesla? I think we could if we just stroke. I'm if we want to like, major strike, people take not enough as enough. So like like a week after all the process started. You started seeing that that's why I appreciate, you know, you know, them
3: for, you know, going on strike and for making demands because everybody's just thinking, like, oh, well, they said Black Lives Matter, so that's enough. It's not enough. Right. Like, we got like, all the protesting, they got every, almost fucking every single company in the U.S. got some kind of Black Lives Matter in the commercial now.
1: You're like <laughs> you know, that stupid-ass Uber know, shit. Like, we know, it's, it's statistically, I don't, I don't really
3: like statistics, but it's, like, mathematically impossible for... Every single company in the U.S. really care about Black Lives Matter. It's impossible. Yeah, every major company has all these commercials, and everybody's like, "Oh, well, let's say Black Lives Matter." So Black Lives must, must matter to them, and we're just gonna leave it at that. There's no, there's, there's nothing on our part as a consumer, as you know, as of anything, whether you know it's entertainment or it's you know goods. There's no, there's, there's nothing on our part holding the big companies who actually have. No power, accountable. Because we're purchasing your product. Mm-hmm. We're purchasing your product. We're the same people that's out there, that's out there dying, of being discriminated against, getting thrown in jail. We're out there purchasing your product. And you don't give a damn about us. You don't give a damn. You should be out there. Like, black lives really matter. And you should be out there doing something about it. You should be out there like... All these we we know because big companies they have a big part in who who gets elected president, who gets elected um when judges get elected, you know, all all, all of that. They have a big part in all of that, but they only do it for their gains and not to not to help the actual consumer which is
2: us. Exactly. You know, all, all, all exactly. Of them, I mean, obviously white white consumers too, but there's a hell of a lot more blacks and minorities. Yeah, which I- yeah, I Go ahead. No I'm saying, yeah, and that's what and I understand that, but what I'm saying is that I don't think as as a people, whether it's black people or and and black people allies, where we're not they're they're people not making the necessary sacrifices for change because you gotta understand like basically we damn near have to suffer in order for in order for everybody to suffer almost mhm-, like yo. Can everybody cancel everybody's subscription on anything. I don't care if it's your Amazon Prime, your, your Netflix, Netflix, your Hulu, whatever. Everything canceled. Yo, we only shopping at this black-owned grocery store or whatever, and that's it. Mm-hmm. Like, we get our products are there. And then also, we got to also hold accountable these black businesses. Like, yeah, you want us to spend our money to y'all, but then what are y'all spending that money that y'all are getting on? You know what I'm saying? Is your is your is your money also go, give, um, giving giving back, back, back to the community, or are y'all sitting up there just spending y'all money somewhere else?
1: Because it's, it's funny because I white on banks. Well, because um, I yeah, yeah,
2: people withdrawing from all like Chase. Yo, everybody take your money out of Chase. We everybody in, taking we, out of Bethpage. We, put, we putting your money here, like and I, and like I'm valid, but I'm, and and I'm saying this can't just be no one day one thing. week one day one week one month this has to be until they stop. the situation mm. has been corrected and i don't think and i don't think people right now today have the wherewithal to to endure that i i mean i sadly think, that's what that, that, and you that's know what how the funny, i personally feel but you know what but, the funny
1: thing is the funny thing is gary is it wouldn't have to be for that long because if everybody just like, just really seriously think about it. if Every black person did what you just said. And we totally could. And our could, allies. And our allies. Yeah, and our allies. Just minorities, period. If all minorities were like, fuck this. And they went to their specific minorities. So, like, Dominicans went to a Dominican bank. You know, the, Japanese, the Chinese go to a Chinese bank. Like, everybody does their own thing. But we're organized in the sense of there's a camaraderie that we're doing this together. It wouldn't have to be a week. It wouldn't even be a week because it, just think about how much money they're not they're losing. Just seriously think about it. And if we strategically did it, where let's say we did it at the beginning of the month, so that way Amazon's getting my not getting my money for this month. Netflix isn't getting my money for this month. That my trade checks aren't going into the bank for this month. Like it hurts more. It wouldn't yeah. even have to be a week, it'd be Five days, probably, of
2: doing that shit, they would be begging us to come back. But my thing is, yeah, I'm saying, I'm saying that, but, but what I'm saying is, like, all right, all these companies just put out Black Lives Matter, like, oh, that, that's that, that'll satisfy the yeah, hunger. Yeah, that, that's it. And I don't yeah. want and or like the Democratic Party had dashikis on and kneeling and all this other stuff that was- to pander, like. Just but, have, like, like, the convention I don't was want, fine. I don't, I don't want to sit up there and see things and then people just be like, yo, yo, good looking out. I'm glad y'all did that. Because y'all saying glad y'all did that, but then, like right. I said, these officers are still out around, not not doing nothing. It's like nothing, nothing still will This and then, and then granted, too, there's also people that's just, also that are black that feel like, oh, like, y'all are bugging, there's nothing wrong, and blase blah. Or they criticize, or they criticize people... For speaking out and saying stuff as well. Like, like Prager you, that piece of shit. And it's just like, there's no real leadership. There's no real there's no real movement that's actually actually pushing forth the effort. Even like with the whole Black Lives Matter thing, it's like, oh well that's owned by like everybody's like, oh well, that's owned by this white man and blah blah blah. No, and it was created propag- by two black women. And they're propaganda and, and it's and it's all propaganda for this, that, and the third. But I'm just saying. It's so many people divided on these issues that there's no true unification to really make the necessary changes needed yeah. without sounding super aggressively black. And then when somebody doesn't necessarily agree exactly what you're saying, like down to the T, then you're called a coon or something. Then it's like, well, fuck this nigga because he's calling me. Co-. But this is what I mean. Like, well, there's certain things that.
1: I mean and I get I and I get being angry cuz like there's a there's a specific first person on my Facebook. I won't say their name or won't say who who they are. But they've been basically putting up Coon shit for the longest, you know, like the typical shit of like this motherfucker put that if Joe Biden is elected, he will destroy the 25th amendment. And it took everything in me cuz and this was bef- this was uh, after he had been saying, "I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna badmouth a president who's done more for me than f- for more for black people than any other president," and of course he's talking about Trump, and I just, I, I just, me personally, I just want to take the little shit, punch him in his fucking head, and just called? I'm not going to say who it is, oh. it's a Facebook friend and I'm oh, not putting my, oh. their business okay, out there. Okay, got, sorry. And that's what I was saying. Yeah, you tell talking about like a... No, a no, 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 no. This is somebody that I personally know that is just acting like a true dickhead. Just pushed it, just like... And then it's like when people try to tell him... Because I know that there are, there are probably people who are like me who just don't have time for that because I'm just not built for that. If you don't... If you're sitting up there saying shit like that, don't say that to me because I'm just not going to... I'm either going to straight up ignore you or I'm going to be the nastiest, most despicable nigga and I will curse your mother because I don't give a shit. I really don't. I don't have time for it. I just don't. Yeah, I listen to it's, it's like, it's not like I've seen 180,000 fucking people die on top of the people that I've seen die for bullshit because this motherfucker didn't do nothing. And you're going to sit up here and fucking say to me, I'm not gonna badmouth him because he's done more than any other president for black people. Why? Like, and I and this is to Gary's point of the, he's obviously divided. I don't have that wherewithal. I don't got it in me to tell this nigga that he's wrong. Cause I'm gonna punch the nigga. I just don't like I straight up, I'm either gonna verbally assault you or I'm gonna physically assault you. There is no in-between for me when you're coming with shit like that and you have the internet and can fucking look other shit up. So I just don't have the patience. But I feel that there should be people who have that patience. It just can't be me. Um, And that's why I haven't said anything to him. Because for me, if I know all I'm going to be is nasty and I'm not going to be able to help the situation, Mm -hmm. I'm just going to stay silent. And let somebody who has the intestinal fortitude to get through to somebody that fucking dumb. Like, because, and I I, I agree with Gary because I, I'm very much part of that group. It, I, you don't have to completely align with me to fuck with you, but if you're saying shit like, you know... Uh, if you're saying shit like. Sorry. Sorry, that was. We, that was terrible. Yeah, we, we saw if, something. Sorry. If, if you're saying shit like, yeah, Trump's, uh, Joe Biden's bad and Trump is good and all this other shit, yeah, I don't I don't have the time to educate you. <laughs>